everyone i know i know i know i missed a posting day that was on monday and um let me just tell let me just say it okay so i did travel i had to go home we had a function at home so i couldn't be able to be available until monday so i disappeared on friday also on friday i didn't post i know i'm sorry but today we are back okay so today um we're talking about finances yes and i know i am two episodes behind on uh, legal information and one episode behind on the career one right but today the finance one we are always going to be on track because this is what matters right because we are in it to secure the bag right now hello for anyone who's new here i'm gloria i'm your podcast host and today we are focusing on a rather um to- a rather how do i say it a rather intriguing topic that i never actually thought i would ever get to talk about but i will have to talk about it so today we're talking about getting started with financial planning i did go through the internet for this one y'all because i needed all the information i can get so i'm gonna i'm gonna leave the link to the blog that i went through in the show notes so you guys can check it out you learn so you read the whole article i didn't get uh, to read the whole article but you i'll link it so that you guys can read the whole article also i did send out the freebie that i promised in the previous episode about um me sharing the book on rich dad poor dad by robert kiyosaki today i didn't butcher his name i had to research okay yeah so i did share the book but if you still want the book then make sure to head over to my instagram account follow me and then message me give me a dm and tell me hey I had your podcast. I had your giving a freebie, blah blah blah. Tell me you want the book. Then I will give you the directives on how you are going to get that book. It's an ebook, so you can be sure it's a soft copy book. You can carry it with you everywhere you go. But basically, that's just it. So the agenda of today is we are going to talk about what financial planning is. Let's say I'm gonna give you like a brief overview of what financial planning is then i'm gonna give you five steps into how you can actually get started with financial planning and how you can make it work i'm also going to give you my take (laughs) i'm also going to give you my take my take on financial planning because i did discover i um my money personal i think my financial personality is money vigilance i think is it money vigilant yeah i'm a money vigilant person i don't know what that means but i'm still researching i'm gonna tell you what i find out when i find out but i found out i did a test and i found like three tests three consecutive tests told me that i am money vigilant with money so i think that's my financial personality i'm not sure though that's going to be another day another topic of discussion but for today i don't want to waste any more of your time i have apologized i have given you the agenda so the remaining thing for me to do is to jump straight into the topic of the day so i'm just gonna put on the interlude music and i will see you on the other side bye
are now here and um i i had to get water because it seems like today i'm gonna have to talk for a very long time but let's jump straight into financial planning so what is a financial plan honestly when you google it when you google things finances we know it's money right we know it's the money that um you earn uh, the money that you get to have at the end of every month we know what finances are we just know finances mean money right <laughs> so finances um finances honestly i don't i don't think i really have to explain what finances are we all know what finances are but a plan well this is a step for me if you'd ask me what a plan is a plan is a step-by-step process in which you strategically uh take like you have a strategic way of how you're gonna achieve uh let's say a given goal right so when it comes to something like a financial plan if you'd ask me what to define what a financial plan is i would say it's a step-by-step process in which i have a financial goal that i want to achieve with my money i think that's what i'll answer but um basically from the blog that i went through they said that a financial plan is a written overview of the financial situation you have at hand right now combined with the strategies that you are going to use in order for you to achieve short-term medium-term or long-term financial goals i don't know how true that is but i think it makes sense because honestly when you think like if, if i get to put myself in that definition there was this time that i really really needed to get myself a new phone and i was like okay what am i going to do because i was literally at 0.00 in my bank account i didn't have a job i had just finished uh, my previous semester in campus and you know how broke we get when we finish semesters in in the university you all know so i was literally broke and then my phone started having issues and i didn't i didn't like i didn't i didn't know what i was going to do to get a new phone so i had to like sit down and plan by the end of uh the, the by the end of my um recess i need to make sure i have enough money to get myself a new gadget right so i sat down and i was like okay what am i going to do definitely the first thing that came into my head was get a job yo get a job and that's exactly what i did by the end of the third week of january i had a job which was a day job i was being paid um the minimum wage was i think around 300 bob per, per day right yeah it was 300 kenyan shillings per day and uh 300 kenyan shillings per day i used to work for six days so in a week i could say that i was earning 1800 in a week but i didn't stay long at that job honestly i think i stayed for like three weeks was it yeah three weeks uh then i quit um i'm gonna tell you why i quitted in another I, i think in the career episode that's going to come next week i'm gonna tell you why i quit that job and why it really did matter for me to quit but uh i stayed there for three three weeks so by the end of that time i knew i had around 
18 times 3, 8 times 3, that's 24. 1 times 3, that's 5. That's it. I had roughly 5,000 Kenyan shillings, which was a starting point for me. Then after I quit the job, I decided to look for another job. I got a programming gig. Uh, but the, the, the problem with this programming one, I didn't get paid. Although I had earned around uh, 15,000 Kenyan shillings. But uh, that guy went, made away with my money. So I couldn't count it as, uh, as what? As an input towards the goal that I had, which was to get myself a new gadget. So that was a loss. Uh, I accepted it and I cried a bit. Definitely, I did cry. I worked. So it was painful to see my money fly away from me. I usually say that they are going to, they are going to, they're not going to spend my money for long. Yeah, it's going to be painful because I'm crying. But anyway, that's how I console myself. You can console yourself however you feel like. Because it's really devastating when someone gets away with your money and you worked for it. Um, you could have used that time to do something else. But we are not talking about that. But yeah, so the 15,000 Kenyan shillings was gone like that. But I was able to find some other side gigs which were programming assignments from my friends, from my schoolmates. And I was able to make around 5,000 more for my phone so uh by the end of march i had 10,400 kenyan shillings uh, budgeting okay 400 uh, 10,400 kenyan shillings towards the kitty for me getting a new gadget right then i got to think again because after the assignment stopped coming definitely i have to find i had to find a way to make sure i also make more money right so i sat down and i decided you know what uh holidays is here right the holidays are here and i think i can become a tutor for high schoolers i mean i just graduated like four years ago i mean i can tutor them even in math because i'm really good at math so i did decide to become a tutor and by the end of my tutoring i tutored for the whole of the two weeks the two weeks of march two weeks of march and the whole of april so i was able to make another three thousand kenyan shillings so at the end of this whole period i was able to make thirteen thousand four hundred bob then i got lucky because one of my friends actually did give me a boost they gave me i think around three thousand and then i had also my own savings like from the money that mom and dad give me as packs for being their daughter <laughs> i did save it and it was amounting to around 1500 so by the time i was finishing i had reached 17000 right and um i got to a point where i was like okay now i am like above the limit that i wanted to have so what else can i do and that's how i was able to actually purchase myself a phone that is in the new gadget that i have and i also did get to buy something else which i'm not gonna tell you but it is helpful because it's something i use in my business so that was how i was able to make money to get myself a new gadget so i can say financial planning is actually 
it's actually very very it's true what they're saying because if i didn't have the goal of getting a new gadget then i wouldn't have sat down and planned on how i was going to get the money to make that goal of mine which was getting a new gadget a reality so i think their definition is actually very true because i did get jobs and jobs and jobs and gigs until i got the goal that i wanted which was getting a new gadget right so i can say that their definition is actually true yeah i i not a hundred percent but i 88 percent agree with them on their financial plan definition okay so when you know what a financial plan is then i think the next thing will be like okay i want to get started on budgeting and gloria you're making noise please get down to business and tell us the steps that are going to be followed in order for us to become better at budgeting i think i'm get, i'm freaking out i'm freaking out and i'm in the studio all alone like what is wrong with me <laughs> anyway so i'm gonna take you i'm gonna give you the steps that that um blog article talked about then they didn't they didn't give like a, a a really let me say like a really personal or you know personal explanation on how to do the steps but the st- their steps are actually accurate the explanation is just that the explanation i'm gonna give you my explanation yeah so let's just get that out there so the first step into getting um started with financial planning or budgeting whichever you decide to do is uh, take into account your finances honestly you need to take you need to take credit you need to take stock of what you got you know, most of us who haven't done business, we usually think that these are things for people who do business, um, who studied business, who have who have what? Who have an education or a background in business. No, it happens to each and every one of us because each and every one of us is gonna make money. Each and every one of us is working to secure the bag right so we all need this information but basically the people who are like pros they are pros in uh, whatever we are talking about is those people who have studied business right but us we just need to know the basics right we just need to know the basics so that we don't make a mess of ourselves and we get to achieve the goals that we have financially um and make our lives comfortable right basically i think the goal of each and every one of us who gets a job or who becomes an entrepreneur is so that i can make enough money to make my life as comfortable as i want it to be and basically how are you going to do that if you don't have a plan hmm? tell me i'm listening exactly you're not gonna do it so the first step is take account in take account of your finances how do you take account of your finances first of all you need to determine what are your assets your assets can be a house it can be a car it can be a telephone (laughs) it can be a what what else can be an asset um wi-fi it can be a tv hand it it can be a computer it can be uh, your skills right 
your skills make you money it can be your skills it can be your knowledge it can be um basically it can be anything that can give you money right so for me my assets are my skills uh my assets are also my gadgets uh what else my knowledge is also very important because i do a lot of things i have a knowledge of, i have knowledge about so many things and i think the fourth thing that i can say is my asset is what else is my asset i don't i don't remember i don't remember but those are the things i can call my uh, my major assets right then the other thing is you need to determine what is your recurring income for me at that place i can say that i am i am somewhat not there yet right because i do side gigs i do i do side gigs i do consultations and it's not like imekita mizizi you know like it's not grounded it's not yet rooted right but i can say that my my major major recurring income is me being an ambassador right it gives me so many perks by the way i get to be a speaker at so many events and when i get to be a speaker i get paid honestly so if there is an event and i get selected to be a speaker i am definitely sure i'm going to earn from that so i can say that is my recurring income even though it's not like constant because events can happen like two times in three months so i think that's my recurring income but i also do have side gigs which i get paid for so i can also say that is my my income because it's money that's coming right it's money that i'm earning like it's getting into my bank so it's an income then the other thing you need to determine is your debts what are your debts And honestly everyone is living in debt because you are too busy trying to prove to everyone else you made it. Yeah. We know, we know, we know, we know. We millennials have that problem and I don't think it's only us millennials. I've seen it also with the centennials and the Gen Z. I don't know why I think I think it's a problem for most of us. So yes, we have debt. So like for me I can say my debt is which one? I student loan debt. Um what else can be my debt? Mm, do I have any other debt? I don't think I have any other debt. I try a lot. I try so hard not to be in debt. But I also do think I I owe my friend some cash. I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm going to check out. I'm going to check. I'm not sure, but I stay I stay like I really really try very hard not to be in debt. I I don't know. I just have bad blood with debt. But we all have debts. I know we got debt. So, you need to also make sure you have stock of your debts. Then the fourth thing that you're going to take into account is your recurring expenses. Like for me, I have a recurring expense in Wi-Fi, rent, water, uh electricity. Um what else? My website, my websites now there too. So also also the email marketing platform I use. 
that is also another recurring um expense i have to pay like it's a monthly thing i opted for the monthly subscription so that i can cancel it when i don't need it anymore but yes that those are things that i have to pay also i have to pay my lawyer <laughs> when i go for consultations i mean i have to pay them those are recurring expenses because i think i have two sessions every month with my lawyers so i also have to pay my financial advisor i always have like uh mid mid let's say mid month right mid month i meet up with my financial advisor that is a recurring debt because it's mid month yo i need to pay i need to pay so take also stock into your recurring expenses and then when you have all these things listed down the next thing you're going to do is you're going to estimate your net worth that is step number 2 estimating your net worth so you're going to sit down and you're going to look at the debts that you have plus the recurring expenses that are always going to be there and you're going to subtract it from your major assets or your income right so you're going to take the gross income which is your income the whole money that you earn then you're going to subtract your debts and uh, the expenses that you have on your plate then you're going to have your net worth so when you find out your net worth i think the next probable thing will be to define your cash flow so when people hear cash flow they are like okay what does cash flow mean honestly even me when I, when i had cash flow for the first time i was like okay what does cash flow mean i thought cash flow is how cash flows into your account of which i wasn't wrong but there was information missing so cash flow is the amount of money that gets in and out of your account so when you earn money that is money that's coming in when you're paying your debt that is money that is going out of your account so taking stock into both the ins and outs of your money into and out of your account that is what we call cash flow and it has to be over a given period of time so it can be monthly it can be biweekly it can be weekly it can be annually depends with you honestly so it depends with how you pay your debts it depends with the responsibilities that you have and it depends with your ability to honor the agreements of paying off your debts and your expenses with the people that you were paying your debtors your debtors is it debtors i think i'm not sure confirm but yeah basically it depends with you so your given period of time is specific to you and only you so for me it's biweekly honestly my cash flow i i usually check my cash flow biweekly but i think i'm going to shift to monthly now because um there are some things i pay monthly now and i don't want to be like i know what am i going to do about this i did my cash flow last week now i have to do it again because i'm paying at the end of the month so i think i'm going to shift from monthly to um i think i'm going to shift from biweekly to monthly so the other things you need to know is how do you spend your money honestly 
cash flow also like okay let me not talk about cash flow but let me talk about your expenditure right so you your cash flow your not your cash flow your income has just gotten into your account right so you've already been paid 25000 Kenyan shillings i think that's too low but let's let's start with that right so 25000 Kenyan shillings have already been chachinged into your bank account and you're like okay now it's time for me to become rich <laughs> so the first thing you will do okay the first thing that i do is i look at my expenses that's rent food um utility bills like internet um electricity water and all of that stuff then after that i look at what did i want to do when i got my money and i'm like okay so i had planned that when i get my money this time round i'm going to get shoes so the next expense would be buying myself some new shoes right buying new shoes so i'm going to go i'm going to go withdraw money and i'm going to buy shoes then the other thing that i will need to buy is maybe stock up right i may need to stock up because i mean i need to carry food and i need to have dishes to carry my food and uh those are things that i need so stock up i'm going to stock up on the things that i think i need right then at the end of it all i'm going to save na for me that that usually doesn't work so the for me the first thing that i usually do is i take out my saving money first then i think about the other things so i go with priority the other priority is the first priority with my money honestly it's saving the second priority with my money is the recurring expenses that i have rent food utility bills and all that stuff then the other thing that's going to come is me buying shoes and all of that stuff or the other thing after paying my expenses can also be um planning on how I'm going to split the money in order for me to get the things that I need and to pay off some of my debt right so that's how I I literally do with that's what I do with my money that's how I spend my money and and uh, to most people it may seem ridiculous because I don't live the lavish kind of lifestyle as everyone in my age does but for me it works and I'm comfortable with it and I really don't care if you're not as long as I am I am the one that matters because this is my money not yours we're not earning it together I'm earning it alone so I'm going to do I'm going to deal with my money the way I see fit. I hope that's clear. Um the other thing is uh, what will what can you do? The other thing you can do with um that nailing down your cash flow is what steps can you take? What other things can you do to increase your cash flow? So, can you get a side gig? Can you start a side hustle? Are you able to be um giving out uh products or services to increase the amount of money that gets into your account if you can do that then the better but if you can't then you need to find a way to make it work because honestly you need to increase the cash flow because i came to realize with the more i grow the more expenses become 
right? The more the, 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 your list of expenses increases. But for someone who is able to think fast and come up with ideas of how they're going to increase their cash flow, the change in life doesn't actually affect them. I think that's what works for me most of the time. Because um, with every stage that I get into, I look for something else that I can do in order for me to increase the amount of money that I make in a month. And it really works. So I will give it out to you. Find out what you can do other than your normal um, recurring income find something that you can do on top of that to increase your cash flow right we want to build wealth y'all and how are you gonna build wealth with your income yeah you need you need something more than that and uh no one is gonna give you the idea you're gonna give you the idea so it's time for you to think outside the box then the step number four after nailing down your cash flow is setting your financial goals oh my goodness so there's something called financial goals and let me i can bet most of you didn't know that people usually have financial goals so getting a new car is a financial goal it ain't a life goal it's a financial goal because you need to be financially ready to purchase and maintain the car getting a new house y'all that is a financial goal getting a house that you ain't paying rent that is an asset y'all that is something that you can um that is something that like wealth so it's a financial goal it ain't it ain't a life goal I'm going to do an episode where I differentiate financial goals from life goals because I think most people get confused. Um getting a new television set. It ain't it's not it's not a life goal. It's not it's a financial goal the reason why i'm saying all these things are financial goals is because you have to be financially ready to get this asset and maintain it because a house is not going to maintain itself right a car is not going to maintain itself i think when you get a car you need to take it for servicing so that it doesn't break down when you're driving to your specified location let's say you're going for a family gathering and then your car breaks down at the middle of the highway yeah nobody wants that so you need to make sure you have the money to get the car you have enough money to get an insurance for the car and you still got enough money to uh fill up your gas tank and still take it to service when there is need to because those are things that surround taking care a car okay when you get a house huh let's break it down when you get a house you're gonna need to furnish a house let's let's just let's just be clear on this you're gonna need to furnish the house you're gonna need to make sure that when there's cracks right when there's cracks in your house you're gonna hire builders who are gonna fix that okay when there's a leak in the house 
you need to be financially ready to get the necessary um, tools and workforce to deal with that problem in your house okay you're gonna need a security guard i mean who's gonna be opening the gate for you you okay that's fine but who's gonna keep the security um pumped up in your home is it you you're literally three quarter percent of your day outside working so who's gonna take care of your house who you see my point so you need to be financially ready to get the asset and financially ready to to maintain the assets so when you're thinking about financial goals think about that okay okay now um the other point that i was supposed to say is you need to define a goal and you need to define why it matters to you getting a house it's your financial goal why does it matter hmm? is it because you don't want to pay rent okay fine that's that's okay but so what after you're not paying rent then what what happens to that money that you are using to pay rent you see you see the point you see the point you need to ask yourself why so this is my financial goal why am i doing it why does it matter to me why is it important that i get this why is it important that i make sure that i uh, achieve this financial goal why does it matter okay so ask yourself those questions answer them write them down i can never stress enough on getting a journal because you need a journal so write them down and specify the goals that you have and why they matter to you okay because i told you guys the most important person in all these equations is you okay why does it matter to you because when it when you found out the reason why it matters to you then you can be able to stand with your decision but if you don't know why it matters to you um then i can say we have failed the test right right so the fifth and the final step is making a plan to achieve the goals that you have set for your finances honestly i cannot stress enough about financial planning i mean the topic of the day is getting started with financial planning so definitely it's going to end with a plan because you need a plan you need to be strategic in life i don't know things that have worked for me it's because i have been strategic about every step i take sometimes sometimes i sit down and i'm like okay if i was planless um, if I didn't discover that I am a planner, if I didn't discover that I love planning a lot, it's like injected in my genes and I can't get it out. If I wasn't a planner, then I think most of the things that I do right now, I wouldn't be able to do them. Because right now I see like the workload I have of schoolwork plus the workload that I have of my business plus the workload that I have, which I am... Um, untitled to be doing towards helping my parents and i'm like how am i able to do this i think i'm able to do this because i'm always strategic about everything i do so for me plans really work and if you need help to create a plan on anything on anything make sure you hit my instagram account honestly guys i got two dms by the way um one was from I think a Philippine lady 
I'm not sure her name. I don't remember her name. But she DM'd me and she was like, Hey, Gloria, I think I need your help with organization because I'm horrible at it. And I was like, okay, I can maybe do a template for you and give it to you. So it's the template I'm working on this week, which I'm supposed to send it out before Friday. So if you need help in making a plan or if you need me to give you a free planner, honestly, just hit my Instagram DM and I'm going to tell you, I'm going to give it to you because I think I have a lot of plans. I have a content plan. I have a blog plan. I have a social media plan. I have a consultation plan. I have plans for everything. I also do have a budgeting plan. So if you do need that, then make sure you hit my Instagram and DM me. Tell me you need it. I'll give it to you for free, honestly. I'll give it to you for it to serve as a guideline now, as a starter. As a starter to you getting into planning and how it's going to help you in the end. So, make a plan to achieve those goals you set. I'm not going to tell you how your plan is going to be, but maybe I can give you a case study. If your case, for my for my instance, I gave I told you guys how I was able to get myself a new gadget. But let's say, for instance, you're planning on moving out. Your financial plan is... I finally want to earn my freedom and I want to move out of my parents' house. How am I going to be financially prepared for all of these things? Simple. Okay, maybe not simple. You need a plan. So what will be your first plan? Get a job. Set up a, a moving out savings kitty. Probably. I'm just saying. Um, then after that, what else can you do? Uh, start purchasing start purchasing simple uh, furnitures that you want to have in your house maybe uh, maybe you can go and have custom made seats or you can when you earn like you can give yourself a period of like a whole year to plan on how you're going to move out then within that year don't sit down on the plan maybe you can do small things like buying bed sheets uh, getting utensils um i don't know buying things that you're going to need in your home with it before you finally now move out so you have your furnitures in check um you have your savings kitty in check so you'll not you're not going to have a problem with the rent and all that stuff and basically the last thing would be finding the best suitable place where you can move and live right finding the best apartment for you the best apartment that can fit into your budget right so basically when the year ends and you find that place you are literally set the only thing you're gonna pay is the person who's transporting your the furniture that you had already bought and the person who's gonna help you in arranging your home basically that's it so um plans they work and they help so i can't stress enough on why you need to start planning but i would advise you to get started with planning as early as now and it doesn't have to be something big it just has to be something small personally i started planning with my studies I started planning with my college studies. How was I going to manage my time in order for me to create free time to discover the kind of person that I am? That's how I started with planning. So it doesn't have to be something big. It just has to be something that matters to you. And 
you're gonna get great at planning if you practice planning okay that was not the point but i think i have helped you in a way or another so the key takeaway of all of these steps is always remember to revisit your financial plan after every financial year you have accomplished okay so revisit your financial plan so that you can make the necessary readjustments um you can add the things that were out maybe you can implement some things that you learn over the year that you think could really help you test drive some ideas that popped in your head about your financial plan and see what works and what don't what doesn't right so always remember to revisit your plan because with every plan there is with every stage or every step or every growth you make in your life there is going to be something new that you're going to learn and it would be nice if you would implement it if it's going to change your life for the better right right and i am done my throat is dry so i'm going to drink water i think it's here right yep it's here so i'm going to drink water and i'm going to put the interlude music as i drink water and i think i will catch you at the end of this discussion but for now i need water so see you on the other side needed break i did get hydrated and um now it's time for me to say goodbye so i hope you guys have learned something new if you haven't yet subscribed and seriously you're listening to my content and you're not subscribing surely 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 what should i do to you what should i do to you i can't do anything to you but if you feel i am really helping you to some extent then feel free to subscribe to this podcast either on Google Podcast Teacher, Amazon Music, um where else are we? We are on Apple Podcasts, we are on Spotify, we are on Google Podcasts. And all these places they offer a subscription button. So I've seen that right now we are at 16 subscribers on Spotify, on Google Podcasts we are 5 and on Amazon Music I think we are 3. I'm not sure though. I'm going to check again. So I'm in the process of submitting my podcast to Samsung Podcasts. So I think I'm also going to be there appearing there on Backtracks. I think we are 3. We are 3. Okay. Yeah, we are 3 subscribers and on uh, which is the other one? On Acast. On not I not Acast but Radio Public. On Radio Public we are also 5. So I think that makes roughly total of around 30 to 35 subscribers. So if you're there and you haven't yet subscribed and you listen to this content, then please do make sure you subscribe so that you are notified every single time a new episode pops up. 
but for today i have to say goodbye there so thank you so much for listening until this far i love you i do these things for you honestly i'm here for you i'm here to help you and i want to see you grow honestly i want to see you grow i want to see you become better at what you do with confidence and with zeal because basically we all want to grow and we all want to secure the bag so the purpose of these financial episodes are so that you can secure the bag in a way that you'll be like yes i made it y'all i made it i made it with my own terms but basically that's just it um i am gloria i've been your podcast host and i will see you guys on friday with a new legal um a new legal informative episode but for today i have to say goodbye thank you so much for listening and i'll catch you in the next one